Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 12th of September 2022. We'll be covering tokenomic frameworks, crypto sensitivity to U.S. monetary policy, and MakerDAO's governance crisis. Let's get to it. On September the 9th, DeFi player Ishan B posted a thread on Twitter with the theme of "Frameworks for Tokenomics." Here are some of them. Good tokenomic must balance the supply and the demand of the asset. Tokens have supply and demand sides. The supply side includes emissions, which is the tokens being paid out, inflation, which is the total supply increasing, and distribution. How are the tokens distributed? Then there are the demand side, which includes the ROI, is the token productive, memes, how is the community and vibes, and game theory incentives. So why do people want to hold? There's also sinks and faucets. There's an idea that token needs to use sinks in order to take away the supply of tokens and faucets in order to inflate the supply. Projects can protect the value the protocol creates by channeling it into valuable economic activity like user retention. The best way to frame your incentive structure and create great incentives includes one, determine what would drive people to use your token. Two. Align each party's interests. Three, disincentivize bad behavior, and four, track and optimize rewards. In tokenomics, you want to stay away from any 80/20 projects where 80% of the tokens are in the hand of 20% of token holders. Projects that are overweight in team allocations, investor allocations, and so forth give a high chance of low liquidity. Low liquidity in a market with a lot of whales is a recipe to exit liquidity. On September the twelfth, KOL Tascha posted a thread on Twitter with the theme "Crypto is more affected by U.S. monetary policy than even U.S. stocks." Here are the main ones. Estimates show crypto prices have become more sensitive to U.S. monetary contraction than stocks over the past cycle. For example, when the Fed tightens, it hurts crypto a lot more so than equities, which is ironically given the prevailing narrative of crypto as a hedge against volatilities in the trade fi market and inflation. Why is crypto having outsized response to federal policies? The three main reasons are one, massive inflow of institutional investors since 2020. Institutional money grew from nothing to 70% of crypto transaction volume in the past cycle. Two, massive increase in leverage. There was little on-chain liquidity before 2020. Advert of DeFi changed that. TVL and leverage went vertical in 2021 thanks to growth of DeFi money markets, liquidity pools, and complex yield products. Three, USD being the main crypto funding currency and unit of account. USD is the single biggest fiat currency in the crypto market. Tokens are mostly priced in the dollar. USD stablecoins account for 95% of the stablecoin market, and lending and borrowing are largely executed in USD stablecoins. But crypto is worldwide, and most users are outside of the US. When the USD appreciates, tokens become de facto more expensive for non-US investors. Whose purchasing power is based in other fiats, which reduces inflow into the crypto market mechanically. Number four, compounding effects of different factors. Note that factors mentioned above do not work in isolation, but instead interact with each other to compound the impact. Finally, the author puts forward some of his thoughts. 
One of them being large cap token holders are no longer a hedge against overall market risk. A popular selling point for crypto used to be that it's an asset class offering superior return profile which is uncorrelated with the rest of your portfolio in stocks, bonds, real estate. But the lack of correlation with TradeFi wasn't because of some censorship resistance magic or decentralized mythical quality of crypto. Instead, it was largely due to more mundane reasons. Smaller cap tokens and emerging crypto sectors still offer prospects for uncorrelated returns. Metaverse is still virgin territory and tokenization revolution is barely starting. On September the 8th, Red News published an article titled Window of Opportunity, discussing the governance crisis that MakerDAO is facing. The following are the main points of the text. A recent forum post from MakerDAO, Rune Christensen, suggested that DAI should depeg from the dollar if it is to survive and fulfill its purpose as a public neutral financial utility. During the bull market, growth was a priority for every protocol. Freshly printed fiat was flowing into DeFi and while there was plenty of risk from within, the threat of heavy-handed regulators were often ignored. Now, before the window of opportunity closes for good, MakerDAO is forced into an internal struggle. Strive to preserve the crypto ideals and reject the legacy system altogether or embrace growth at whatever cost. Now, MakerDAO's internal debates are bringing up a variety of proposed solutions. Ruin's latest opinion is that the maker has no choice but to prepare for a free float die, a bit at a stable, predictable rate that feels like negative interest rates. This will see the protocol eventually decoupling from the USD, backed instead by Ruin's earlier ideas of MetaDAOs which print their own tokens, as well as large reserves of protocol-owned state Ethereum to generate revenue. This contrasts starkly to the proposal to deposit roughly 1.6 billion USD from DAI's PSM into Coinbase in order to earn 1.5% interest, maintaining large quantities of dollar-backed collateral while earning stable revenue. However, the plan will also take on the risk of a large portion of Maker's collateral being frozen should the government take control of Coinbase and USDC. And with the pervasiveness of Curve's 3-pool, Many projects will face serious systematic risk if makers' choices lead to die falling out of favor. Finally, the author concludes how this all fits into the broader global meta caused by the state of irreversible, accelerating decline that exists in modern globalized society. There are multiple factors, including overshoot, overpopulation, climate change, peak oil, peak farmland, peak fertilizer, post-truth social media, and so forth. It is likely that modern global capitalism cannot overcome these problems of its making. And the most immediate consequence is that politics will become increasingly polarized and unhinged. The world is going to enter a new, much more chaotic and unpredictable equilibrium dominated by anarchy, eco-fascism, deglobalization, and large-scale human suffering. Crypto's original cyberpunk ethos may prove to be a lifeline as we spiral into an ever more volatile future. And with Avi and Curve entering their own DeFi native stables into the ring, the competition is heating up. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account bishingventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.